Welcome back, problematic peoples. This week on 99 Problems and Bitch, You Might Be One of Them, we're complaining about a few of our least favorite things. Just to review, this podcast has three hosts, me, Rage, me, Flash Blood, and me, Riptide, and a special guest. Oh shit, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Oh, I can introduce myself. And this week, there is a special guest, Bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome Welcome to the show, Bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Bonfire, do you want to start us off with a positivity point? Ooh, I do. Um, So recently, I have been uh, going through my hoe phase. And I have finally come to the point where I have found a healthy situationship uh, with somebody who knows how to communicate like an adult, and it's super exciting. Like, we had an argument with words the other day, and it was amazing. Wow. Right? It it was amazing. I wish listeners could see our facial reactions, because... (laughs) <laughs> the way like we were kind of like scrunched down and all <laughs> bonfire said this and all of us like raised our heads like whoa hold on <laughs> words <laughs> but we're also in support of the whole phase as well it was like what's Absolutely. the positive part the whole phase or i mean i guess also having someone who communicates with words instead of other ways people communicate moods and right. grunts yes mm. moods, grunts silence <laughs> passive aggressiveness okay this is this is supposed to be positivity <laughs> you're right my bad all right um i'll get to mine um i work uh near one of the bigger event venues out here and um my positivity point is that i got to see the beehive Um, in all of their glory walking towards um, the venue when I was leaving work yesterday. Um, And everyone looked really beautiful and sparkly and great. Wow, the way I thought that, I thought this was going to mean that you actually went to the concert. But it's also nice to witness the beehive. I kind of thought the same thing. It it was cool. I'll admit, when I was walking to the concert, it was really cool to see all the people, like, just dressed up. It's it's like a spectacle. There's so many people. Yeah, it really was. And it was, I was leaving work, and so I'll work around, like, 5 30 yesterday and so that was still like a half hour before doors opened um and the parking lots i think in the area had started opening around three um so there were there was actually quite a bit of foot traffic and my office is like a mile away from the venue so um some of the people had quite a hike in heels so um, I hope they also had some of those tiny little flats that you can fold up into one of those tiny little purses with them because I can't imagine walking that far in heels. Not even for Beyonce. But why would Sorry. you walk that far in heels instead of in the tiny flats and put on the heels? Or honestly, why wouldn't you wear the heels for the picture and then put like... Listen. See, girls were trying to do that here too. And they had Mm-mm. the shoes, the, the other shoes in their bag. But I think they wanted to like look cute on the train and then when we started walking they was like oh bitch this is not 
I underestimated. I think, I think that's just what it is. Like, the, the underestimating what it actually is going to feel like. Um, and, like, the excitement of just, like, feeling really dressed up and cute and, like, kind of, like, being in theme with everyone else around you. Um, but, yeah, I honestly, um, I could have driven in the opposite direction to get home. But I, like, intentionally drove towards the venue um, so I took, I called that my detour just so I could see, um, some sparkly people. That's fair. And I would just like to add, I knew that you witnessed this because you put it in our group chat, but when I read this, I was like, you saw a random beehive and it was beautiful. This does not seem on brand. Okay. Because when I saw it, I was like, I guess beehives are pretty. And, like, that's how I read it at first. I was like, oh, I mean, bees are really cool. I watched a video about a, a, a person saving a bee. So that is – and I had had no context because I'm not going to lie. Y'all were, had, like, 30-plus texts. I ignored them all. So I just – and then I looked back and I was like, oh, she went to the Beyonce concert. And then I hmm. – no. I just, I'm just gonna keep you guys guessing. No, the only beehive near me is like a wasp hive above my front door, which is like two stories high, and I can't reach it without a ladder, without like a really, really big ladder. So it's just and hanging out there scary. until I can. Mm-hmm. So we just use other doors. I feel like a wasp, in every <laughs> sense of the term, is scary because isn't wasp? Mm. <laughs> Anyway. Stands for a certain ethnicity. Are we talking about that? <laughs> yes, I'm so glad we were all on the same page. Well, I wasn't, but now I am. <laughs> she was just as confused as us thinking she thought a beehive was beautiful. So. Okay. All right, next. All right, I went, to, I went to dinner with some coworkers. Meh. I mean, three out of five, three out of four were cool. Um, but I got to have my favorite dessert, which if you know me, it's creme brulee. Um, yeah, so that that was nice. That's exciting. I had two hours away from the terrorist, who you guys all know I tried to sell today. I did. I also oh, I didn't. got to piggyback on this. I got three takers. So I didn't I didn't inform Bonfire that there was a an option yet so you might have four takers there Ooh. might be quite the bidding war that could be your positivity Hold point. On. am i missing something yes and i'm gonna catch you up in like two seconds okay you better catch okay. me up too because i'm missing something you didn't see my instagram story do you not love me i'm sorry we're Toddler still working on so. this remember you're calling that beautiful child a terrorist oh <laughs> a terrorist you don't know her she looks like she's, she's adorable. She's two adorable. A, a two food. Look, you know what? Sometimes she's been refusing terri- to eat her whole life. Terrible things come in tiny, beautiful packages. And I'm just <laughs> saying, not only does she refuse to eat, but she refuses to sleep during the middle of the day. But she tells me that she wants to be angry about it. And so I ask if anyone wants to buy her. Oh. She also offered a leasing option in case buying is not a not in your budget. A pay as you go. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, if you bought rent to own. What about shorter trails? Because I just want a kid so I can go to the science museum and play with all the little kid things without That's looking cool. creepy. You can do that. How without much a would kid? you pay? Yeah, I how like much, a three-hour lease. How much would you pay kid? for three hours? 
I would Ooh. take that. A hundred dollars an hour. That's cool. Yeah, so, I cover snacks. So you would probably pay even to let rent you use the kid membership. Don't you? Honestly, I think she's I adorable. I think she's adorable, but ain't no way. <laughs> uh, no, but it's to get no in because as a single <laughs> man, I cannot go to science centers or places with kids without looking like a creep. So you I need right, my own you kid. right, you right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like as so women, flash we can do is that, really doing um, a man of service here. Okay, but something you about be selling careful, a child to a man, <laughs> <laughs> so you can go be around I mean, other like, children, and, and like this sale. That does sound really bad. Because <laughs> like this sale would be okay, right? Like bonfire, yeah, you could rent my child, but like making this like a business, sell your child to a single man, it feel it's feeling trafficky, and I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah, girl, it was, it was, honestly, it was trafficy from the beginning, though. <laughs> so I feel like you either have to be zero okay. percent or one hundred percent. Okay, you're Let's right. I gotta go all can in. Just Anyone zero? can buy no, it. No, no. Oh, we we're supposed. To, you know, we're so bad at being positive. <laughs> <laughs> we last time we recorded, we said we were gonna do better. Oh, you're you, the you know what point, though. though. She's willing to give up her child to a forever family for 10000 That's cheaper than adoption. So that is a very positive point. Oh, you Flash right. flood Watch is that. doing the world a service. Um, also, if we want to take it back to the positivity, um, creme brulee sounds wonderful. I've never had it before, um, but it feels like one of those snazzy things that I would like to have. And so if you had that, I'm it glad is- for you is delicious i actually didn't want to ruin the positivity point by saying that i'm lactose intolerant and things didn't go well after but it was amazing <laughs> going down i can't i can't okay um i rode 14 miles on my bike in sunday on sunday in an hour and it was amazing so let me whoa be clear. not on a real bike it was on my peloton but okay also to be clear i don't own a peloton i rent one I don't know if that's better or worse, but I just want y'all to know I can't afford to own one. Okay. <laughs> Way to ruin your own positivity, boy. <laughs> you sounded bad and bougie before. <laughs> Anywho, that's okay. We do it to ourselves. I rode 14 miles and it was really far. <laughs> and I wanted to die, but I did it anyways. Okay. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> All right, so this week um, we're complaining about a whole bunch of things. I don't even know where it starts. Somehow I think things got a little merged here, so let's let's uh, fix this little format here. Nope, I don't know. I'll fix it. Um, things that we are complaining about. When people try to upsell your services... Mm, I thought, yeah, somebody I you wrote. Were a lot uh, to say about that flash flood. <laughs> <laughs> but I forget. Wait, so I'm not no, the only rage. one that gets asked about that lip thing. Was no, that me? I do too. Well, did I wrote that? Did I write that? Because <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Okay, but I remember when I would get my nails done, and it would be like, "Do you want your eyebrows done?" And then it would be like, "No." And then it would be like, "What about your lip?" And I think they just ask because I don't. I have a mustache. Knock on wood. Today. I don't have one today. I think they just ask as a standard, so I don't want you to take it personally. Like when they ask you about credit cards at Target? Right. Okay. You know, eyebrow, lip, 
credit cards. <laughs> Would you like to add on to your purchase today, man? But, like, it pisses me off because you're just buying one thing. Like, I can't just buy. I wanted to come to your store and I wanted to buy a candle. And I'm at my, buy my candle and you're like, hey, do you want to take out a Target credit card? No, I do not. I want to buy this $10 candle and go. But you can have that $10 candle with 5% off with the red card. And that's what they say. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> if you don't stop fucking trying to sell me more things, I just wanted my $10 candle. I can't. Can you imagine like when nail designs first started like, and people thought that they could just get regular nails and then they had to start paying to get designs too? Yes. Like, do you want design on one finger? I could do all your fingers. Now it's like 20 extra dollars. It is. Every single time. It's How much crazy. Do designs cost? I mean, I guess it makes sense because that is really an art. But I also don't like being sold. If I came in here and I told you I wanted my nails painted, stop asking me if I want all this extra shit. Like my lip done. And don't say yes to one thing, because then they'll start asking about a whole bunch of other things. It's like, oh, right, it's like a gateway ask. A gateway ask. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the recommendations are nice, though. Like when they wow. offer to wax the hair on your toes. Like, it's a very nice gesture. Okay, They no do one... that? I wish Hold somebody on. would do that for me. You're right? <laughs> it's so nice. No one has ever offered to wax the hair on my toes, and I wish they actually would. That is an add-on See? service I would right? take. It's fantastic. Right? Who offers At, that? Whenever my I... girl, Lena. Oh. She takes well, I gotta go see you, your girl, Lena. <laughs> right. Because the only time... I've, like... I've hinted at, like... Oh, haha, look at those little hairs on my big toe. And like they just laugh like it's some silly little thing, but I'm trying to like get them to suggest like, "Oh, do you want me to tweeze these for you? Oh, do you want me to wax these for you?" But I get nothing but a little giggle. Bitch, get those hairs off my toe. <laughs> so I don't have to do it later. <laughs> You're already there. I can't. Mm-hmm. I haven't, no one's trying to upsell me on anything recent. Actually, no, it wasn't an upsell. This is back to streaming services. Because how could we get through an episode without complaining about streaming services or <laughs> capitalism? <laughs> or capitalism. <laughs> um, but one of those little streaming services just emailed me that they're upping the price again. Mm. And I'm sick of it. That feels like an I'm upsell. I'm going back to cable. I can consent to this. Honestly, I'm at a point where I'm just like, actually bring back that little scrolly menu where I didn't know what was coming on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with DVR Yeah, I think point. it... I think uh, my internet at my house is like $80, and I think for an additional 35 I can get regular cable. So I think I'm gonna do that. And fuck all these streaming services. I support that motion. That's fair. Um, anything else about upselling services? Mm, no. We could go on, you know I'm sure, but let's... Ooh, go ahead. Somebody was pissed about Drake's tour outfits. Mm, that was definitely me. I knew it was <laughs> you. Because he looks like a butcher. He looks like a butcher, and he also looks like um, a the cafeteria worker at like a prison or something. I feel like, or like a serial murderer. I just feel like he's hiding somewhere and he's ready to chop up some bodies. That's what he looks like on his tour. What is the theme of his tour? 
Drake? That's a good question. Do men? I mean, you know, Drake has a different theme every album. Is he Jamaican? Is he from Toronto? Is he Dominican? <laughs> no, this one what is, is now? like now he's a butcher. Now he's a prisoner. He's it a is butcher. All a blur. It is all a blur <laughs> tour. That's that's what it is. That's that's the that's the title. So is the theme drug use? Because the only thing that I could think that would make everything all a blur (laughs) is heavy drug use. So then is he not a butcher? He's like a dishwasher at like a (laughs) restaurant where other people cook? Who's using cocaine? Where's the blur coming in? They all use cocaine. Everybody's on cocaine. I know that. I was literally just thinking this this morning too. Except for me, apparently. Because, um, not to suggest that Beyonce's on drugs, but, like, I feel like you have to be to have that much energy from sun up to beyond sundown. How do you work that hard and that long? Not on drugs. I wrote, me and Flash Flood wrote a wonderful ad for methamphetamine that we could maybe (laughs) insert into the show. We did, didn't we? <laughs> um, do we need like a warning label on that? <laughs> Not recommended by federal officials or healthcare officials. Where did this conversation take or rage? Place? I think it happened in the prayer chat. That's what I was thinking. A prayer my- chat. <laughs> wow. Are you a part of this prayer chat bonfire? Let's see. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I am a nice little agnostic. I don't pray. Oh, we don't pray either. <laughs> that's, that's just the name of the group. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where we where we were discussing this, but we definitely said something chaotic somewhere. I just the number of times we mentioned meth. Oh, here it is. Want to feel like your life is in danger? There's no need to spend money on expensive theme parks. Experience the simulation of running from enemies you never even knew you had without even leaving your home. Try meth today for three low payments of $19.99. I think y'all are in the wrong career field. <laughs> you really missed your calling with these ads. like <laughs> Hold on, so was it like three dollars and ninety nine cents or like three hundred and ninety nine dollars? No, three payments of nineteen ninety nine. Oh, three of nineteen that's sixty that's an expensive meth. We're trying to get you Is to it? make sure that you have the authentic fearful experience. Is this you like need the designer vendor for that? The, is this like the blue meth from like Breaking Bad? No. We just have you need to go on a bender. It's like to the get stuff the that you make in the back of your car in a two liter bottle. <laughs> so it looks like, like shit. Iowa. Like dirty okay. water. But like it gets the job done. I can't. Hmm. I can't. Okay. So the, um, the point is that um, Riptide and I are some trolls. That's it. Hmm. Mom's on uh, the internet. Yeah. There's this crazy one I saw. On, well, I didn't really see, but I heard about her. She was trying to sell her kid on the internet. Isn't that some crazy <laughs> shit? <laughs> Are we having deja vu? Nobody wants that kid, Mom. 
<laughs> Take her back to her dad. Wow. And I feel like we're very passive no aggressive over here. <laughs> Whoa. I am for takers. Okay. I, I thought we were using assertive communication in this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign okay. up for that. <laughs> I don't even know who pissed me off. But honestly, I really don't like uh, people who use their kids for content on social media. Like, content for clout. You've got a whole platform of filming videos about your kids. Um, Being a mom is your entire identity, you fucking weirdo. Get some hobbies. Get some friends who are not mothers. And don't let your only hobby be drinking mom juice because you're a fucking loser. Um, Today on the way to work, I saw a bumper sticker. And it was like, no, I'm not drunk. I'm just giving snacks and whooping ass because I guess that's what they're doing in their car and then it was like hashtag mom life and I texted my friend and I said I've never been more embarrassed to identify with a group until this moment of seeing that bumper sticker (laughs) not embarrassed to identify with a group like I don't even want people to know that I have a child because mothers are fucking annoying They, they really are especially on the internet which reminds me so I had forgotten what my positivity point was, which is why I put some bullshit about exercise. My positivity point was that a medium confirmed that my nephew is not possessed by evil spirits. You did send that shit. <laughs> wow. So, well, that's fortunate. <laughs> and that is related to moms on the internet because his mother loves to post about him on the internet and his life. And my sister... Um, she has another child who has had multiple surgeries, and she always posts pictures of her in the hospital. And I just don't know, like, why moms are always doing that to their children. Like, why are you posting their busted ass, just woke up from surgery ass face on the internet? Like, I hope you can sue. I can't <laughs> wait for all these lawsuits. My mom posted yes. pictures of me as an adult, and it's literally just like she pulls out her camera and takes a fucking candid and then shares that picture online. And if you can see me, it'll be me looking like this. And she's like, <laughs> celebrating Flash Flood's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Why I would you do those that? Those are the best pictures, though. No. Like, she no. tried to post the most boast, busted picture of my brother's wife. It was a group picture. And old, old girl looked horrendous. And I said, now, she don't even like having her picture taken. So she doesn't like having her picture shared, and this is the picture that you're going to share of her? Don't be <laughs> that mother-in-law. Don't do that to her. Right. Diddy If you want a picture, you could just ask. We took plenty of pictures that day, Mom. Like, I have plenty where I look good in front of the cake, smiling. Why are you posting the one where I look like this? <laughs> like, no, don't do it. Bonfire said those were the best pictures, but like I saw this post. This from this is a tangent, but I saw this post the other day that was like talking about how about people who take their cell phones out at weddings and take pictures, yes. even though there's clearly a photographer there behind trying to capture like the moment. And then people come up right in front of the photographer and get in the way because they want their own photo. That's going to be exactly, well, not exactly the same. But somebody goes and comments and is like, but not all photographers know what they're doing. Like, my photos are way better than any photographers I've caught. It was a man. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody, it was on Instagram and his profile was public. 
And somebody goes, based on your <laughs> photos on your account, I highly doubt that. <laughs> and it was. It was, like, literally all selfies of the exact like same this, angle of himself. Chin. <laughs> yeah. I apologize on the behalf of my people. <laughs> Apology not accepted. I'm just glad you didn't come uh, ex- in and no, say not you know all what? men. That- you know what, though? That's also one of the things that I, I do hate is when people apologize on behalf of others. Um, oh, so shut ooh, the fuck shots up. fired. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel just came out swinging today. How? Like, how are you going to apologize on behalf of anybody but yourself? Uh, I really hate She that. said, she said, fuck Drake, fuck Flash Blood, fuck Bonfire. What you got for me, Rage? <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> the Scorpio is Scorpioing. We're getting real close to that season. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I added this one. I really hate people who are shitty at parking, both mm. intentionally and unintentionally. Mm. Because why are you diagonal mm-hmm. on the spot? Why? And um, those who int- un- unintentionally take up two spots, I get mad because how do you not have the, the insight or the ability to, to pay attention to where you are in this world? And then those who do it intentionally, how dare you feel like you deserve that much space? That's it. Mm-mm. That's all I have to say. Also, like... I- <laughs> no, I agree. Shitty-ass parkers, selfish-ass parkers, fuck you and your fucking car. Especially when it be like a jank ass car. A Dodge Challenger. If it's a fucking Dodge Charger and you've got four fucking spots, it makes you want to key your car. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Every single time I see that shit, I want to key it. Wait, did you see... Okay, I know y'all didn't see. What? This woman who's on the Des Moines like Department of Transportation Committee or something just got arrested for keying 15 fucking police cars at the Iowa-Iowa State game. <laughs> I'm like, girl. Wow. What happened? What was the thought process that you were just like, fuck all this. I don't need a job or a life or career. I'm a key these cars because I thought of it. But I have apparently just enough impulse control to not do it. And you did it 15 times. In the same night. Yeah. In the same In night? In a recorded area. Yeah, on the same day. It was at a football game. Wow. But also, why were all of y'all not at your cars? How did all y'all, how did 15 y'all get your cars keyed and not know? Hmm. The question was, were they double parked? <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know officers they were prob- just be pulling they up. They were probably parked in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably. <laughs> Alright, so fuck people who are shitting at parking. Also, fuck bras. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I had a, a lot of points here, but like, why are they different sizes for every brand? Why are there so many cuts? Like, who decided that you needed a, a balconette versus a plunge versus a whatever the fuck? And then, why do they have underwire? Why do your boobs fall if there's not underwire? Why do your boobs sweat if you don't wear a bra? Um, and have we ruled out that there's not a better way to hold our boobs in place? I think there is. There's or a little towel why? thing where you, like, 
the oh, towel, the towel goes towel. around your neck. Yes. But you and can't it holds run I've never seen that. You've never seen a ta-ta towel? No. Mm. Allow me to introduce you. <laughs> Wait, who was, was it you that was saying zero gravity Oh, boobs? look, I have, I have a full invention because <laughs> C is always complaining about her bras. My name is... Oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> see, I ruined it. He's dead naming us. Uh, what? I think I added a <laughs> Not dead naming us. <laughs> Start over. That's why. That's why we have our names in the thing. I always forget y'all's but it's, names. I mean, I was just, I was just gonna edit it out, so we're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll just make more work down. for me. NBB. Okay. So, Go ahead. Oh, is that a bra? No, it's a tata towel. Okay, tata towels do work, but so here's two things. How do you One, know? So, two things. <laughs> One, as a, as a connoisseur and of my kind, I know when something looks how it's supposed to. And so I was, able to, <laughs> I was able to objectively evaluate the picture and determine... Now he was trying to get you to show your titties earlier, too. <laughs> the breast tissue were <laughs> of a, a good altitude. So, what I think is there should be a way to have zero gravity titties. So, you should not, like, have to wear a bra or anything. So, you know how you have, like, an implant and it kind of, like, weighs them down? What if there was, like, a little implant that was just, like, fought gravity and they were just always up? Like, I think it would be amazing. This sounds like some science shit, but I'm here for it. Like, just a little lifter. Just bottom. like a little lifter. Make me some it zero gravity like a titties. <laughs> Just a little pull. Um, I have heard um, that, like, if you don't wear... I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that if you don't wear a bra um, and this pro I don't know how this applies to everyone, but, okay, anyways, if you don't wear a bra, then your um, breasts start building more muscle because instead of relying on the support of your bra, your, your breasts, like... I don't know. I don't know. They work on their own. <laughs> so is that like your breast turned into pecs? But what if you just work out your titties? Like, well, I'm sure there are exercises that can lift the like we the must. women's pecs. <laughs> I don't even think that was working on my titty muscles. You know? <laughs> um. So because I'm a nerd, I do. I have read a little bit about this, but from what I understand the the actual research and the data from these studies shows that the amount of difference in muscle is so minuscule that it, it like really doesn't matter it's like over the course of your lifetime you might have like like a quarter of an inch not even a quarter like a quarter of a uh, what are them called like a half a centimeter there we go difference between someone who wears between a bra wearing and a bra and not wearing a bra yeah because like mm-hmm. how do you really like Okay, I know y'all don't really care about research, but research-wise, how would you really account for all the different factors, like yeah, size, that's what I was arm thinking. size, and all those things? You, there's just no way to yeah. causation. It's like fluctuations in weight. Correlation is not causation. No, you could. You could create a regression in order to predict the outcomes. But that's a little too nerdy. I'm sorry. Okay, so people who play but around the register, there's too many things like, there's a like whole that point of... <laughs> People who play at the register when there's a bunch of people behind them. If you don't fucking put your fucking coupons away. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Why are you trying to do split payments? Talking about, I only got $3, but can I put this on this card and this on this card? It's 20 people behind you. I wrote this because I was mad at the movie theater on Monday. And this fucking bitch was picking her seat, which is annoying because she was young enough that she should have bought her ticket online. But she was picking her seat and they put up the little screen and they show you all the seats that are available and they tell you how to know if it's available or booked. And she said, can I get to the seat from both sides of the aisle? Ma'am, what? Pick a fucking seat. <laughs> we trying to get our popcorn and go to the movie. We've been in line no. 10 minutes because you're no. over here playing games about the seat. And it's just you. You're not even contemplating with somebody else. Why was mm -hmm. that the question? I just, I, I had a lot of questions myself. But I was mostly irritated because I was late. But, so mm -hmm. to you specifically, fuck you. But also everybody <laughs> else, stop playing around at the register. Okay, fuck that I also bitch. would like, on in stores where there does happen to be a person working at the register... I wish the people who had those big-ass carts full of groceries would go over there. Because the self-checkout is for 10 or less. Mm. Just kidding. But, like, not mm -hmm. a whole fucking cart full. Mm -hmm. But also, fuck the stores that make that a thing. Because why aren't you paying people to come do this instead of making me do more labor? Or the bitches that got two whole carts because they just got their stamps. Okay, let me not... But it's not always because they just got their stamps. But a lot of times it's because they just got their stamps. And they got two full cards of shit. And you see that I have this one thing of paper towels. And you run your ass in front of me to get in there before me. Ma'am. Mm. Someone did that to me this week. I got so mad because she walked past the register that was empty. And she saw me walking. And then she literally turned back around. And she had kids with her. So, like, not only did she have a shit ton of stuff, but she had kids crowding the area, so I couldn't get past her to get to the next register. Wow. That's I was going to run one of those kids over. That's annoying. Okay. I think Bonfire wrote this next one. I don't know if you can read that far. So, uh, this is the topic that I'm contributing for the day. Uh, so, people who play around... Or, sorry, sorry. Uh, people who go on trips and they ain't got no money, and they don't tell you until they show up on the trip. It's crazy. Like, if you are broke, we need to know that when we're planning the trip. We need to know at the beginning. That's true. Before, like, before excursions are planned, if you're broke, we got you, but we can't know once we're at dinner and you can't pay. That's grounds mm -hmm. for never going on a trip together ever again. If we go to dinner, yeah. we're not friends anymore. If I go to dinner... And you can't pay for no other reason than, oh my gosh, something came out of my account while we were here that I wasn't expecting, or I lost my card, or there's fraud and my car got shut off. We're not friends anymore. Because you just came to dinner with no money. I can't believe y'all know people like this. I don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. like Did you see it on I can I can believe that Bonfire knows people. <laughs> I know mm. multiple people like this. Like, I this know make, people where this I This makes sense. You, you, you actually have to have them like be like, hey, like you got money. Show me you got money before we go out. Bonfire, I hate this, this for you. You know why Can Bonfire knows people, people like this? I'm no, you know why Bon. You know why Bonfire knows people like this? 
Because he's a man? <laughs> Absolutely. I am so sorry that you are digging from the bottom of the barrel when it comes for friendships because that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> he said it was family. The <laughs> relations. Are they also men? Yes, they are actually. Oh. See? Mm-hmm. Well, see. <laughs> but, but one thing can we talk about though is the inability of men to actually plan a vacation that's fun. <laughs> and cohesive like it, they, they're not capable my people can't do hold it hold on hold on i witnessed via instagram this summer <laughs> a bachelor party that looked mm-hmm. like a lot of fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think they went to puerto rico they they rented an airbnb and there were at least five men um they like it looked like they were having drinks and having fun chilling at the Airbnb. They went out to a nice restaurant and had dinner a couple of times. Um, they went dancing. They went dancing. They made like salsa. They booked a salsa dancing class. There were no women, so they had to dance with each other. But they looked. They were recording it and publishing it like no like macho stuff like oh i'm not gonna dance with another man blah blah, blah kind of stuff it looked like fun but that was just go ahead. one go ahead. That's my prove, only one example can you prove that they planned that trip themselves thank you <laughs> also i want to add i actually don't count bachelor parties because I, that seems to be the only function where men are able to organize a trip um that's the only time i've ever seen them figure it out Going to Vegas does not yeah, count. Yeah, but I feel like usually oh, no, all it of it, not. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Count. Usually it's like going to Vegas or somewhere with a strip club. And I don't know, maybe a strip club was involved in this one, but they did not post it, which also props them for not posting the strip club because no, we're, we're everybody else would do that. Here. So <laughs> I bet that these men have women in their lives. And these women are the ones that made sure that their clothes were packed appropriately and they had underwear for all the days of their trip and they had a I great don't know, time. Guys, I I feel really confident in this. Ma'am, group of you men, don't but I, can't, I but, can't believe you're sitting on this call defending men who you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not know, learned from I, men? I, knew, I okay, but I knew a couple of them and I just feel very confident, but also based on the like the quality of women in their lives, I feel like those women would not put up with the shit if they had to plan the party for their for the, those men. Like, if they did not have their shit together, they would not have the quality of women as partners that they do. So, I would almost agree with this statement, but I've seen some phenomenal women that Thank still you. do way more work than men do in the house. Like, they do a lot. Oh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. So, I was just, I was just trying to give these one, this one particular group. Of I, I was face. not I all many. <laughs> yeah, girl. If you don't hop off this call with this not all many bullshit, <laughs> next point. Okay, who all, are you and what are you doing? <laughs> all men except for this one group of men. <laughs> And we don't even know them. See, it's not. But my thing is that you're you're basing your information off of what you saw off of Instagram, and that is a slippery slope, my friend. If you said I saw my brother go and he planned this trip, that's one thing. Hell no. You don't know. People be lying on Instagram. People be 
hopping on Instagram and pretending like they're going to sell their toddler knowing good or well they're not getting rid of her. People will be on Instagram <laughs> stunting all day. You don't believe these hoes. <laughs> I really all thought right, you were selling right. your kid, though. I believed you. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying to get arrested. <laughs> People who try to live through their children. I ain't put that one in there, but I, that seems like a problem. So, this is mm-hmm. one that I think is interesting. So, I can speak to this one for a moment. Is that the parents that never achieved their dreams, and so they push all their dreams on their kids, whether that is singing, basketball, tennis, just whatever it is, and their kids obviously hate it, and they still do it anyway. Like, I feel like it's a recipe for kids to end up hating their parents. It's interesting mm-hmm. you should say this because my child had. There was a child who my friend, my child was hanging out with. Not a friend, not my friend. So this other mom, and she was talking about she tried to be on Disney Channel when she was in high school, and I guess she got a call back, and then her mom blocked her blessing. And now that she's an adult, she's like, "Well, I'm thinking about putting her in all of those things." Blah blah. blah. And I was like, after how you see how all these people turn out, you would want to do that to your child, first of all. And second of all, it's really Broke just because you the didn't parents achieve. parents steal all their money and drug addicts and stuff. Sad. I've only heard of this, uh, I feel like, it, yeah, with like Disney kids. And I've never, I don't think I've actually met someone whose parents have done that. But I, I mean, I'm sure it's very common. Um, it's definitely very common. Because, I mean, I know somebody who's, you know, the parents take out credit cards and credit and their kids' names, which there can be a diff- a variety of ways where people end up having to do this. Um, so I'm not chastising everyone who has to do it by it. I'm, I'm sure there are situations that are not entirely insidious, right? But there are also some where your parents are taking out credit in your name and they're going buck wild. And they do that to their kids because they're not shit. That's wild. But it does happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But also, one of the little bitches for, well, on a Disney show has a podcast that I listen to because I'm weird. And um, she talks about, I guess she went to college and she learned some psychology. So now she talks about the psychology between, behind why child stars end up the way they do very well off well rounded successful yes absolutely great that's how demi is doing (laughs) um okay i just realized what time it is and i know that flash flood likes to keep us on time so do we want to just like run through the rest of them real quick yeah we're at a whole 40 minutes and i have a netflix movie that my coworker has been asking me for days if i have seen it yet so i need to go watch this netflix movie so we got to keep this going (laughs) Okay. okay, 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 okay. Uh, apartments with French doors that open to a two-inch balcony. Um, why are you here? I, Did they run out of money? I, Can we not just have another window or a big wall for a big piece of art? Hmm. I have always wondered this. Who That's approved that? It's aesthetically pleasing. It has it? no function, but it looks cool. <laughs> no. And that's a problem. <laughs> that's like men. I feel like a... I feel like a balcony should at least have room for a chair. Fair. I can't even lean. 
I just, okay. I literally, I can't even step out onto it. Like, I'm literally still stepping inside of my apartment. I Why are you here? Okay. Anyways, uh, uh, warehouses, um, like, head nod to capitalism because, um, why do we need so many warehouses? They're all empty. There's nobody parking in the parking lots. Um, why are you blocking my neighborhood with warehouses? Literally, it's now being surrounded. And why the fuck am I paying for an HOA that's not advocating, advocating for my neighborhood? Isn't that... I feel like that's the HOA's only job is to make sure that my property values don't go down. No fun so facts. So why are they letting... So glad you're speaking on hmm. the scam of the HOAs. So HOAs are scams. We already know that they're fucking scams. I don't know why people are so such in support of them because it's like, yeah, if somebody does something that you don't like, that we can get rid of them. And in theory, I guess you would say that's nice, but they end up just being petty bitches and they don't do what they're supposed to do. So one of the things that my neighbor they was don't telling do me, anything. she was like, she was like, I need you to run for the HOA. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but what is happening is that my HOA advertised, hey, we're super cool. And a third of our units are subsidized units, um, housing. So they're actually managed by this these old people. They're over it. And then, for whatever reasons, the people who are over the subsidized units just did not pay any of their stuff. Now, when they don't pay their association fees, basically none of us can sell. So none of us can sell our units. We're all stuck here because when the HOA is in debt, because people aren't paying, we're all fucked. I don't really understand the logistics, the legal issues. Mind you, I am also in Illinois. So then what happens is they have the HOA has to go sell it to a developer, which is who ends up buying it. The developer buys those one third units and they're like, I actually want not just one third. I want the whole thing. And because people don't participate in HOAs the way they're supposed to. Like, we're not actually actively engaged. We let other people run our shit. The developer ends up being able to run shit. And so it's great for the developer when the property, when people get pissed and the property stuff lowers. And then they do things like they fire maintenance because then we're like, oh, damn, things are going downhill. I don't want to live here anymore. But our property levels are so low. So even though this thing used to be worth 300K and now it's only worth 100K, my HOA is going to give me 150K if I sell this to them. And then the HOA, who is now run by um, a property management company, whatever, goes and buys everybody and like, we'll give you over 10%, you know, your value. So sorry about, you know, this property value going down. Then they take it. Then they hire back the management company to take care of everything and they make things look all nice again. And then they sell it for a whole bunch. So that's why the HOA doesn't do shit. Because Fuck they the are HOA. Yep. So I'm ready to go around my neighborhood. I'm ready to go around my neighborhood and... No one wants your pro-capitalism ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, okay, it is evil, but it is a great strategy. <laughs> but it is definitely no, predatory and evil. No, I mean, let's what do it? parking lots instead. I mean, bonfires. Everybody needs a parking lot. I mean, exploiting (laughs) exploiting people is an amazing way to make money. Imagine how much slave owners made off of slavery. Exactly, built a whole country with them. (laughs) It was profitable. (laughs) Was it right? (laughs) We didn't say it was morally sound, but it was profitable. Y'all can go take your your neurodivergent 
exploit thought patterns elsewhere. We care about Yeah, if you here. would like to channel this energy, I would invite you to come down to my parents' neighborhood and start a petition. Um, I would like all of the signatures of all my parents' neighbors so that they can fire their HOA. I don't know how that works. I'm going to log into the next door app later and see if I can start a fire. Um, what else? Um, we got one oh, okay, more. Okay, this was a silly one. Yeah. Um, when people get mad because they think you looked at them or looked at them the wrong way or looked at them with a stink face, like, one, um, how do you know I was looking at you and not past you or just dozing off? Um, and two, this is my fucking face. Like, um, matter of fact, usually when people get mad, you have the same look as I do. Um, so why is that a problem? Can we not both have RBF? Like, you, you own the RBF? Y'all, I wasn't I went, fucking looking at you. Leave me alone. <laughs> I went eight years in education with people not liking me. Probably, people probably still don't like me now. Um, one of the things they used to say is, well, she stares at us. And I'd be like, I promise, honey, I'm not thinking about you. I have no idea why you think I'm looking at you because I'm not. And the other one was because you're giving them dirty. You're giving us dirty looks. Again, I'm still not thinking about you. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That RBF, you get them bitches in trouble. But it's like, ain't nobody thinking about you. And that's the and key takeaway. And then they look at you with an even more mean face. Also, th- I feel like this starts at a young age. I remember being a child and like, be like seeing like kids in my class get mad about this, and I would always just be so confused. And I'm still confused because grown people do this too. Well, as a, I remember a distinct Can, conversation I had with my mother, where a girl looked at me, and I was like eight, and I looked at her like. And my mom was like, ma'am, what is what is the problem here? And I said, she looked at me the wrong way. And she said, maybe she thinks you're pretty. And I said, or maybe she's a stank bitch. I didn't say that. I was eight. Um, <laughs> I did not say that. Um, I will never forget that. Now, granted, I still don't like when people look at me. But I tried to check my face. I can't. You see this, this natural frown on my face? It's genetic. And... I get it from my mom's side of the family. And yet, for some reason, when I was little, my mom used to get so mad at me and be like, quit pouting, get that stank-ass look off your face. I'm like, I'm just she said that's here, your mom. face. <laughs> right? This is her face. Literally, I got this take a from you. <laughs> right now, I'm posting on the internet. They'll be like, you look so much like your mom. It's her face. Ma'am, I ain't making a stank-ass face. I'm just sitting here listening to Alicia Keys. <laughs> They would always tell me. <laughs> they would always tell me that my mom was mean, or that because she used to be the nurse in my school for like two years. They would tell me my mom was mean, or they tell tell me she didn't like them, and I would be like, my mother has not thought three thoughts about you. She has probably not thought one thing about you. My mother, that's just her face. Yeah, yo, people think about this way too much because I remember. Um, my first year, so I went to school, I grew up in the same place and went to the same school, the same, same schools with the same kids, you know, from elementary school until like my freshman year of high school. And then I changed schools, um, to a whole other state where people didn't look anything like me. And I remember, um, I was talking to some kid that I met and they were like, my mom said that she saw you in the hallway the other day 
Um, and it was like this hallway that you could see through the front of the building, like the parents in the pickup line could see into the building. Um, and I think I was waiting there for my ride and I was this new kid. I didn't like my environment. I like was probably nervous or like annoyed at something, but I wasn't like, I didn't have very many friends, but I had nobody to be mad at, but her, she goes, my mom said that you look really mean. And I was like, what? Why did this Why parent have anything to say about me? <laughs> Why am I talking shit? Right. But right. in this segment of the show, we're going to read through some letters from our listener letters regarding their <laughs> petty problems or things that they think may be petty. To have your lesson letter read aloud on the show, email us at 99problems.pod at gmail.com. N-I-N-E-T-Y number 9 P-R-O-B-L-E-M-S dot P-O-D at gmail.com. This first letter is titled, Please Sit Down. Hey all, I'm in need of some advice. How do I tell my friend that she's making a bad decision without offending her? Some background information. My friend is the hardest working person I know and... Y'all know I can't read. She got two kids. She got two dick kids and two different fathers. And both children three years are younger. She works three part-time jobs. That's a lot. She attends college full-time. She's dealing with issues with her baby daddy, number one, related to custody and visitation. She is stressed the fuck out, but she's making it work with baby daddy, number two. Nope. Sorry. On top of it all, she... Recently ended a long-term relationship with baby daddy number two, shortly after giving birth to their shared child, which was an amazing decision on her part. The man is a rash. Oh, he is rash, but he might also be a rash. If all of that is not enough, she recently found herself in a complicated situation with her ex, baby daddy number two, while she is also platonically dating a couple of other people. How do I tell her she needs to sit her ass down before she makes her life even harder? Mind your business. If you don't have to pay in any of those bills, my answer is to mind your business. You ain't got to tell your friend shit. You ain't your therapist. Mind the business that pays you. But I think I would disagree with this one a little bit. And the reason being, like, I feel like the, the two kids, three jobs, like, I feel like she is already playing her life on expert mode and at some point you can't there's no higher level of difficulty you're just going to mess everything up like sometimes you need your friends to tell you the truth if they ask you so if you ask me then i'm going to tell you but like if you don't ask me because you should but nobody listens to nobody that is true so i'm going to tell you and now you're mad at me and you still fucking up your life. So I might as well have just minded the business that paid me. I'm not paying your bills. I'm not paying for your therapy. And I'm going to call DCFS if I got to. But <laughs> if you make your life harder and you out here clowning, I might just stop being your friend. If I think you're being stupid. Yeah. I, I don't think I would say anything to her because she's going to make her decision regardless. And I can't be wasting my energy. Like, I might ask a question, like, once or twice. Like, girl, why are you with that man? But if you keep going back to the same people or dating the same people, that's... Mm-mm. This is... I think this is hard because I think for moms, the I feel like 
I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really shitty and say like I think when you're a young mom and you're trying to figure out like work and career and school and your kids, like your focus should be on that rather than dating. But like if they really wanna date, then they're gonna date. But I'm not opposed to the dating I don't know. and I feel like you should be allowed to date. But I don't know how to balance a lot anything, going on. so like that's messy dating. You should be finding and peace, I hate not the chaos. idea of bringing bringing random ass men. I hope she's not bringing random ass men around these babies, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't say anything unless unless they asked. But I also I feel like I would be judgy and probably not not be very friendly. I would probably just see you player unless I was asked for assistance. What do they call it? Calling people in, like, girl, what are you doing? But if, if she's like, I'm just trying to get some dick, then I'm like, okay, well, now I know. And mm. that's what you're doing. And if you're on bullshit, then you're on bullshit. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your daddy. I'm not your mama. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely relate to seeing someone doing those things and thinking you're being an idiot and you're not seeing things clearly. And I want to let you know how to see things clearly. But I also think that doing that and having that level of stress leads to only more stress because I do not have one experience where my friend has told me something that was absurd and I have said very clearly, no, that does not make any sense. And they have said, oh, you're absolutely right. Let me not chase this dick and make a logical decision. I have only seen friends make illogical decisions as it pertains to dick. And so it would be a lot less stressful to just say nothing and turn turn a blind eye. What is our favorite book right now, Flash Flood? Set Boundaries. Find Peace. <laughs> this is a mental boundary. Unwind yourself from her life or their life. <laughs> this is her. Yeah, she has two kids. Mm. Yeah, plus I think the other thing is if they already feel like they're like I don't know just don't give any fucking advice because I feel like the worst thing you could do is like make them feel isolated because you're not going to be in their corner and they do need someone kind of in their corner and so our final decision is shut the fuck up and don't say anything mm-hmm. mind the business <laughs> that pays you <laughs> mind your own damn business <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next one. Dear y'all, as an adult, I find myself in a constant struggle against my parents' persistent dire to con- desire, a bitch can't read, to control my life. It's as though they can't let go of the reins, insisting on having a say in every aspect of my existence. They dictate my career choices, pushing me into a job that I have no passion for. They scrutinize my relationship, questioning my choice of partner, and even attempting to set me up with someone they deem more suitable. My finances are not my own, as they monitor my spending and my investments, offering unsolicited advice at every turn. Every decision I make mm-hmm. seems to be subject to their approval and feels suffocating. I long for independence, but for every chance to learn from my own mistakes and to find my own path. But my parents remain unyielding in their efforts to mold my life into their vision of success. How can I summon mm-hmm. the courage to assert myself, to remind them that I am an adult capable of making my own decisions, smothered in my 30s? Mm-mm. Friends, you just gotta say something. You just gotta say something. 
Um, well, my um, survey says I have an avoidant attachment with my parents, so I would just not talk to them. <laughs> I would maybe move across the country, um, start a new life, and limit contact. That sounds like a very effective solution. I, it could work. Me, me and Kimberly uh, have no. never been better. <laughs> No, I hate that solution. I I wish that they could talk to them because I just feel like your family should be a resource, <laughs> a resource for you. Like, uh, I know it. I don't know. I just I don't know. My family is like such a resource so, for me that like I can't imagine that being a situation. Setting boundaries and finding peace would probably say to assertively set the boundary. These are my finances. And so I'm going to make this decision that I will make with my money. And I'd appreciate if you would refrain from making any comments about it. I'm doing the best I can. These are my mistakes to make. End it there. And if you can, and then if they are like, no, I'm going to tell you what to do. Then you have to set that boundary. So if you start conversations about my finances, I will have to leave and flee and move across the country and not talk to you anymore. So you wow, can do you're solution. really good at this. You're really good at this. I only read the book once. <laughs> it's easier said than... See, that's the thing, is a lot of times... This is going to get me on a rant about boundaries. A lot of times people say, no one ever listens to my boundaries. First of all, a boundary is not something that you set for someone else or tell them how to behave. A boundary is letting someone know what you are... are are and are not willing to deal with and potential consequences should someone violate your boundaries. So, a lot of people set boundaries. Sometimes, a lot of times we don't actually fucking say them. We just think that people know our boundaries, which is another issue altogether. It's but also say in the that book. you actually set the boundary and you said, um, I am not comfortable speaking about my finances with you. Please mind your fucking business, but in a nice way. And then they continued, you would say, I tried and they didn't listen to me because you set the boundary, but you didn't maintain it. So you have to then remind them and re-let them know, hey, you're violating my boundary. And if you continue to do so, we cannot have these sorts of conversations or whatever the fuck you want the consequence to be. Make right. something reasonable. Don't slash which is, your tires. Which is why I add it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> if you keep doing it, then I will move across the country. And maybe not exactly, because boundaries are all about changing your behavior. So whether that be getting up and leaving or just simply no longer engaging in the conversation or slapping them in the face. But I'm I mean, because I feel like that sends a message. People, because people love pushing boundaries because they don't like not being able to get what they want. It's very odd. I mean, no one likes being told what to do. Or what not to do. But also, um, in the same thing, like, that's your response in response to somebody not liking you telling them what to do. <laughs> the irony. Um, also, I do have a question. I Are your, your finances are not your own? They monitor your spending and investments. Do they literally have line of sight to your finances? Are you, like, do you share accounts with them? How do they have access to this? Do you just need to change your password? Or are you sharing, oversharing information with them instead of just saying, hey, I don't feel like talking about that. I don't want to talk about that. You don't need to know that. See, and this would be a way 
that you're violating your own boundaries by sharing information that you do not wish to share rather than setting a boundary. Do people have shared bank accounts with their parents these days in their 30s? Uh, my well, I feel like if you never hers, changed, but... if you, yeah, if you've never changed your account, maybe I had an account as a teenager that uh, I lived with my uncle. Um, he opened the account for me as a teenager, and so I my I would deposit my money in there from my part time job, and then if I ever needed anything, then he or like because we are a resource for each other uh like they could deposit or withdraw money from my account as needed but when i um graduated from college i shut that account down and opened my own um i do have a shared account with one of my parents um but it's just like more of a that's her account if anything happens then i have easy access to it we did not answer the question. How can I summon the courage? Go to therapy. <laughs> I mean, that it is. Set boundaries, find peace. By Nedra Talib. I don't. I probably said her name wrong. So sorry, girl. Um, watch YouTube videos on setting boundaries. Practice setting boundaries smallly. Get um, her cards. Go to, go to therapy. Get her cards. Um, and it's not even. Yeah, she's got a, a card oh, deck for cards. boundaries. I've it's released. It's dropping next month. Um, and also, I mean, it's not even just asserting yourself, but recognize that it's also about changing your behavior. Yes. I think you should just rip off the Band-Aid and just put it all out there. Mm, that Sometimes sense. you have to be a little reckless. Yeah, but they said they don't have it's the It's not reckless, to do just it. a different way. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like breaking up with somebody. So I'm all for cursing people out and hitting them up beside the head. But my problem, especially because they deserve it, right? But my problem is when you start giving people what they deserve, next thing you know, they're pretending like they're the victim. And that always pisses me off. So by all means, if you don't give a shit about somebody acting like they're the victim, once you provide them the same energy that they gave to you, then go ahead and be a little reckless. But if you don't feel like dealing with your mother crying to you for the next 10 years about the time you slapped her for asking about your fucking finances again, then the response is to say, Mom, I don't want to discuss my finances with you. And if you're going to keep discussing it, I'm going to have to leave. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've done this with my parents. Um, my mom, she'll, she would like, she knew I had a lot of debt. And so she would constantly ask me for an update on my debt until I eventually was like, I'm not discussing that anymore. I don't really talking about that today. And I just said it often enough that she just stopped. Look at that assertive communication working. Um, but it wasn't very assertive, but it was definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say thanks to our petty friends with their petty problems who wrote into the show. If you want to hear your petty problems read aloud on the show, please send us send us an email at ninety nine problems at gmail all problems are welcome so long as we don't have to call the feds on you because y'all aren't going to get us caught up in your mess um and thank you for listening to this week's episode of 99 problems and a few of our least favorite things are definitely one of them um and thank you to bonfire for joining us 
And of course, thank you to rapper Zinni for producing the intro outro music for our podcast. You can find his music on Apple Music and Spotify. Don't forget to tune in every Tuesday to hear the three of us in the midst of our villain era. Sometimes not every Tuesday, though. Um, toodaloo! I thought we had gotten rid of that line. (laughs) 